This week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Bridge Storage and Art Space. Located in Richmond, California, they provide workshops, studio space, and self-storage for all your creative needs. Bridge Storage and Art Space, a catalyst for community building in the arts in Richmond, California. <coughs> my check, my check. One, two. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Voice Party. Um, we got a very special guest today here. Guest, please introduce yourself. Yo, what up? My name is uh, Chito Floriano. I'm a Richmond artist and entrepreneur. Thank you for having me today. Appreciate that. Thank you for taking time, man. I know you're a busy guy. Oh man, uh, do a lot. You're into a lot of different <laughs> things. Like you were mentioning what you were, what you do, but the list goes on. Yeah, absolutely. All around entrepreneur. Yes, absolutely. I'm always, uh, always learning, always staying occupied for sure. That's what's up, man. Yeah, got to keep it moving. Yeah. Especially now, <laughs> with this whole pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of like the hustle is coming out of people during this because you know everything we were used to is closed. Mm. The way the, the world the way the world was is is no more, and it may never come back. That's so what they're saying. It. That's what they're saying. So it can be a blessing to some, a curse to others. and a curse to others. But that blessing, you know, can bleed over to others. So <laughs> um, it seems like you've been busy yeah, a absolutely. lot, and. and, and um, you want to talk about some of those things that you've been involved with? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this year, uh, to begin with, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I started uh, my health journey. Mm. So that's kind of been at the forefront of, of what I've been focused on. Um, perfect timing, huh? <laughs> perfect timing, right? Yeah. The whole pandemic just switched my whole perspective on just health, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, there's this new virus, and I don't want to get sick. And I know people who usually get sick... Um, you know, are obviously like unhealthy and don't take care of themselves and don't boost their immune system. So, um, I took matters into my hand and began to actually become vegan. So I don't no longer eat any meat. So a Mexican not, not that's, eating meat. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. <laughs> you already know yeah. how that is. But, um, yeah, I, I've, I've lost uh, 60 plus pounds. Wow. Yeah. Since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I'm feeling great. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I'm making sure I'm taking my supplements, my chlorophyll, my my elderberry, my zinc, you know, all that. So that's kind of been my new endeavor this year. Yeah, that I've been going full force with. Good thing you started young. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> to like once you get to like 30, it gets harder. It gets harder. Like that's lose. what everyone says. <laughs> you start dying a little bit every day. Oh man. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. But yeah, that's that's good, man. That's a big 60 pounds. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a huge uh, accomplishment because um, that like they say like that just you just added years that you probably would have missed if you would have if you would have not changed yeah, and also absolutely. like you know I'm sure you feel like a different person no for sure yeah. I feel uh, I feel godly to be honest <laughs> and I just want to tap into that godly energy that yeah. I know that we all have you know and that's yeah. you know the, the superhuman potential that we have um, I also wanted to shout out a Richmond native who's actually been helping me with my weight loss journey as well. Um, his name is Johnny. He owns a rocket. Uh, uh, he owns a boxing gym called Johnny's uh, uh, Rocket Academy. Rocket Academy, yeah, yeah. boxing academy. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, I know Johnny Rockets. Yeah, so. yeah I know Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Rocket. Rockets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but he goes by Johnny the Rocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to him, man. He's been uh, doing personal training with me one on one for the last month and a half. So I'm trying to take it to the next level. Oh, with him. so you got to Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that, he's been doing it for a while, huh? Yeah, he has. Yeah, I know that he's opened up that space. Uh, it's probably on his second year now, but he's been doing work in the community, like at Richmond Powell, and he um, was also working at a gym called Omni Movement. Omni but yeah, Movement, shout yeah. out Johnny, man. He he a real boy. Yeah, I I I don't think I've ever met him, but um, uh, like I know a lot of his students, you know, and and he's young. He's yeah. young and he's got his boxing gym, and I've seen his video. He knows what he's doing. Like, I know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very knowledgeable. For sure, man. That's that's awesome. You started doing that when the pandemic started? Uh, actually, I started that recently, which was probably about a month ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, just helping me to get to the next level in terms yeah. of like really transforming my body. For sure. Yeah. And then aside from like the health aspect of, I, I'll say this because I long time ago i i did boxing you know mm -hmm. obviously a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> a whole other human ago <laughs> i did boxing and uh um i'll say this and you i think you talked about like the different knowledges there is like you know that there's a knowledge you get when you learn like any kind of combat sports and then mm -hmm. artistic knowledge and it seems like you were already on that artistic you know thing and now you're picking up a whole other set so it's like yeah, it's just everywhere. My mind's just—it's always constantly, you know, racing and learning. And you know, I, I haven't picked up a self-defense or a combat training like boxing. Yeah. So I was like, why not give it a try? And why not, you know, work with a Richmond native who knows what For he's sure. doing? So, yeah, I'm excited. That's good. Hopefully, man. if a Corona, uh, you know, clears up, which I don't really think it is. I don't know. We can have a conversation about that. But um, whatever. We can talk about. It. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm hoping to have a fight like this summer. You know, oh, I'm trying nice. to train for this summer yeah just first amateur fight yeah. just to be like you know that's something that i did in my lifetime you know yeah are fights happening right now i don't think i mean i know like on a national level yeah. professionally yeah. they are but yeah, i don't like know joe about rogan amateur. bought a whole island so he could have just a, box or no it's not joe rogan a dana white yeah throughout a whole fighter's island yeah so they got fucking mortal Kombat tournaments <laughs> going on just so we could like so they'll know covid testing yeah oh Jesus. wow bypassing yeah. everything <laughs> <laughs> he's the uh jeffrey epstein of fights <laughs> oh <Jesus>. wow <laughs> pretty much yeah i said it no yeah uh, <laughs> um so you want to have your first amateur? This guy. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, and I wanted to be on Fighters Island. Yes, so is. Dana White, if you're watching this, <laughs> hey, holla at your boy. <laughs> Can find a couple motherfuckers in Richmond. There's a lot of fighters in Richmond, huh? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, damn Richmond. Yeah, they're, they're called residents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What weight are you gonna be fighting at? Oh, uh, I'm weighing in right now at like 199, so I guess it'd be heavyweight. Heavyweight. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, you could have you sparred with uh, Jasper? He's the other Richmond boxer. He's a no. light heavyweight. No, I haven't even got into sparring yet. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I maybe sparred like one time. Okay. But um, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember I sparred uh, this dude who. He's. I. He said he had sparred with a guy. Um, with uh, what's his name? Uh. Andre Ward. What? A long time ago. That's and, and, uh, and that's when I thought, oh, I might have a future here. <laughs> then I felt those first hits like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it gets real. <laughs> you ever hear when Plywood lands on his oh, shield? Yeah. That's what his fucking hits felt like. like did, oh. you, did you hear the Rocky score at all? No, it was a fucking massacre. I like, I was like, okay, yeah. You heard it takes a, that first hit. <laughs> yeah. All of my oxygen in my fucking gut just, like, yeah, no. It's, it's, yeah. Just, it's, it's just, brutal. It's a it brutal. It can get brutal in there. Yeah. 
it's like they say you don't play boxing <laughs> no exactly <laughs> no. right yeah that's what they said with uh what's his name uh logan paul's fight right with, yeah uh, i forget his name but um, yeah. knocked him out cold that mm-hmm. was that was crazy <laughs> can't were play you, boxing were you a fan of boxing before you started Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's just I think just is Mexican culture, right? Like yeah. you know, everyone's always gonna tune into the fight, you know, pay per view and every you know fight. watch every single fight yeah. that comes on. Yeah. <laughs> so and I've been every, around it. Every generation has a boxer. Yeah. Because it's you know I remember growing up watching like the late Chavez, and then we started mm. we would watch uh, uh, De La Hoya. Yep. And then um, now it's what Canelo. Canelo now. Yep. Uh, Jaime Munguia mm-hmm. is coming up in that and. It's it's crazy because like I don't I, did you ever do that? Because you're you're on your Mexican side. Yeah, we'll just watch boxing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 All those guys you named we watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's like we're not violent, but you know <laughs> we like sports. We like sports. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, would you consider boxing a sport though? For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's like it's different than like it is you know, different. Yeah. yeah. It's like in other sports, if you hit the guy, if you get mad, uh, hey. You're out of the game. You can't play here no more. Here, you're purposely doing that shit. That's why yeah. I don't, like. I never believe like completely I, uh, when when boxers get mad and like they're, they're about to. It's like, come on, like you're selling you're selling pay per view. Uh. Nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's yeah. I don't know. Was it was that Robin Williams joke when he was talking about people who were like, oh, I watch boxing for the sport. Oh right, and I watch NASCAR to see people make left turns all day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you want spectacle. You want spectacle for sure. Um, like. Uh, do you do you because uh, heavyweight's gonna be a hard one? Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Those dudes are. <laughs> I'm sure they're probably hella taller than me. Yeah, um, but fuck I mean, it, shit, fuck hey, it. Yeah. When do you want to do it for this summer? Yeah, summer 2021. That's summer the goal. That's what Johnny said. He said if I if I train my ass off, I could for sure line that up. Oh damn. If man. if it's possible, if the guidelines allow us, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> if COVID doesn't end by the summertime which you say it is because we oh, it's gonna now, end? a couple more weeks everything yeah. will be back to normal <laughs> we will oh, all yeah. have vaccines and <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said it, in the it, beginning yeah you <laughs> fucking said that the, the two weeks in <laughs> to COVID it's gonna be over it's gonna be, be over, over three, three weeks, weeks. Okay. Yeah. six like, months later I know you later. didn't listen to the Flat Earth podcast <laughs> I shared with you they brought up some good points if you stop testing people there will be zero cases and the mm. pandemic will be over this <laughs> like that's how you stop things you just stop testing stop looking at it, it, it makes sense. If a tree expressed are not necessarily those of all the members of the voice party. They saw the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. This is sarcasm, okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is sarcasm. <laughs> we don't want any of these flat earthers coming to the, listen to the show and then oh, send you death It's threats. all about control. <laughs> listeners are listeners. It's, it's huh? easier to control us. Viewers will. Whatever. It's easier for them to control us if we think we live on a ball, dude. Hey, if some flat earthers want to come on the show, we'd love to have you. No, yeah, for sure. If, yeah, but no. Uh, not really. <laughs> hey, we're trying to. <laughs> society has members all around Let's the globe. Let Joe Rogan do that, all right? <laughs> oh, okay. JD is actually drawing a line in the sand. I know who can come on the show. I hear you. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Hey, we, we talk to everybody about everything this time. I know. Yeah, I know. We do. Hey, speaking of. Uh, <laughs> changing the subject this fucking segue this is gonna be the weirdest segue you like beekeeping oh yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> save, save the planet earth and save yeah. the bees you know no, what I'm saying the round planet earth yes absolutely oh now you're gonna mock me <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry no, no but you're into beekeeping yeah um I did a little research about you like I said man yeah absolutely so um yeah. 
my girlfriend at the time, uh, she actually introduced me to beekeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were doing it right here off of 23rd at my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. So we had a beehive there. And, you know, she taught me the importance of, of bees and their role in the environment yeah. and, you know, how important they are and how um, how they're getting actually killed off just due to, like, pesticides and not enough uh, pollinator plants for them. So, um, yeah, she taught me a lot about bees. Um Right now, I don't have my personal hive, but at Urban Tilth, we do have hives there, yeah. and we're hoping to expand and, you know, get our own little bee garden and stuff over there, so. Right I actually, I had some uh, honey from, from Urban Tilth. From Urban Tilth? And it's, <clears throat> I didn't know that, you know, I thought just honey, honey, whatever, you know, before I really knew about it. Yeah. Um, I suffer from allergies a lot, and I got some bee honey from, from Urban Tilth, and I know those are all local bees, yep. so a lot of the pollen's in there. Right, you know, right. And, it's amazing, it helped, right? It yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I know the reason I brought that up is because you, you, I know a lot of vegans that like just stay away from anything animal. Mm. But and when it comes to honey and bees, yeah. it's just like, hold on there. Yeah, yeah, right. Because we need the pollinators. Absolutely. And when it comes to like absolutely no animal products, like that's where bees are considered the, yeah. the, the insect. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm a 98% vegan. No, <laughs> I'm not a I super diehard vegan. <laughs> I would still consider you vegan if you had honey because, I mean... It's an animal it, byproduct. It's made yeah. by an animal. You're not supposed are, to eat They seem to be enjoying making that are, shit, right? Insects animals? <laughs> yes. They are. Yeah, what the part fuck? Of the, <laughs> insects are a part of the class of are, animalia, my friend. Oh, it's humans and then everything else is an animal, right? <laughs> well, I mean. We're animals too. Our insects, animals, our planet's round. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dear <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yes, insects are a class of animal. They're, they're like the low, in the low end. But yeah, insects are animals. Yep. Amoebas are animals too. They're single-celled organisms. COVID. Uh, so are humans animals? Yep. That is. Here, huh? yep. Is COVID an animal? No. Yeah. No, it's no. a virus. Well, viruses it's a virus. are not. Virus. Yeah. Virus. Isn't actually, that a virus. There's yeah, some debate. It's a life form. Yeah, yeah. If it's a life form, it's an animal. It's an animal. No, the scientific community can't make up its mind on whether or not viruses are actually living things. So they disturb living things <laughs> <laughs> or animals, I should say yeah. specifically, because plants so, are living things, but they're not. But but going back to bees, fucking segues, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wheels go, are just falling off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going back to uh, bees, like how how is there? I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but is there like uh, certain? Because the the population is like hella decreased in the wild, right? Like wild, yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is there any like plants that are going to go extinct because of bees? I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Oh yeah, uh, plenty of freaking plants are going to go to extinct because of bees. So we're in the what sixth uh, major extinction, I think, and uh, we've had five in the past where you just most of the uh, living creatures are wiped out. Um, right, because we had the dinosaurs, we had the thing with Noah, and then not, not the one with Noah. <laughs> that counts, bro. No. no, not that one. I mean, all the, the species were saved with Noah. So yeah, he got uh, two whales in his in his boat. That was not an extinction. <laughs> Motherfucker yeah. didn't grab no dinosaurs or a bee <laughs> or a bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the dinosaurs were one of the no, last. No, which ones? Are you th- which ones are they though? 
Which one's what? Yeah, you said the six major extinctions were on the sixth? We're on the sixth yeah, one. Yeah, the human, human extinction, supposedly, right? Like this is the, the fastest one. Like, uh, the rate at which animals are dying, it, this is faster than, than even uh, when the dinosaurs died. Oh, really? So, uh, this goes for everything, plants, everything. You don't uh, think our... Our ancestors who were like attacked by these other creatures are proud. Hey, you motherfuckers, you're winning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're, we'll, we'll be one of the first ones to go. I know right? we are. Yeah. 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 Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, we <laughs> lost track. We do this a lot. Oh, man. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but, 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 be, yeah. but bees do pollinate uh, a lot of uh, crops, actually, and fruit trees yeah. and whatnot. And they do provide a lot of assistance to farmers throughout California, to be exact. Yeah. Like, 14, like, billions of dollars in agriculture so like without the bees hard work and pollinating like we wouldn't have food you know what i'm saying so the, their their role is very important so I, yeah save the bees yeah man <laughs> and i i know <clears throat> there's this um there's like some like you know see vegans that mm -hmm. they won't even eat vegetables or fruits that come from bees like which that's like the extreme. I don't know if you've heard of that. Wow, no. Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah. So there's some vegans that are entirely willing to starve themselves. I guess. Right. I, I mean, they're, they're talking like. about they want to do like cruelty free, right? But yeah. they're not thinking about the farm workers who are out there bending over and standing in the sun, and yeah. fucking dehydrated and getting heat strokes, picking all the crops, right? So. Yeah. What yeah, you, it's like about animal cruelty, cruelty free. Yeah, animal cruelty. <laughs> what oh, about human cruelty? That's, that's a step too far. Human cruelty. Well, it's uh, just that's the cost accessible. of doing business. Yeah, right. Just capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like where you draw the line, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, one could argue that the farm workers are there by, by I mean, it, by mm. if if I were to to be a you know completely cold son of a gun, I could argue they're there by choice. They don't mm. have to be there. Yeah, they, they could be elsewhere, but they choose really, to be really, here. Uh, they could they could have gone to college no no not really yeah hmm. well, that's that's yeah that's where that would be an argument like they would say to save their ass from you know but um speaking of that because you work at urban tilth yeah you guys are like revolutionizing the way we see farming yeah absolutely talk a little bit about about what you guys are doing man because yeah. i know we we've had you know i mean mm -hmm. urban tilth and this this thing that you talk about touches on our, on that subject and the, the cruelty of Farm workers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Urban Tilth is a nonprofit organization that um, hires and trains uh, local residents mm -hmm. um, in West Contra Costa County um, to help create a more sustainable and just food system. And so, with us being based in Richmond, uh, we're pretty much changing the whole diaspora of what it is to grow your own food. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I mean, we're all Richmond natives here. You, and uh, um, I mean, most of my life, I live in Pinole now. Pinole. Yeah, mo born and raised. Yeah, and Joaquin I mean, stares at the Richmond peasants from the porch <laughs> of his mansion in El Cerrito. Oh, I do not live in a mansion. <laughs> nice. I do not live in a mansion. I live in nice. El Cerrito. But we, yeah. we feel his sneezes when he sneezes from his porch. That's, that's, why, that's why he thinks farmers have a choice. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't I'm think that. I'm just saying, like, some people would argue okay. oh, that, they, that they choose to go and, you know what I mean, like... No, yeah, but, for sure. But, um... Yeah, I mean, there's lots of other fields I could get into, you know, uh... 
Like selling a lotte on the street corner. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> this, this, yeah, come on, man. We're gonna remind you of that one for the rest of the day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I've been work. I've, I've been working in Richmond for Absolutely. a very long time. I went to school. I went to high school at Kennedy. Yeah, you know. So, so we're, we're familiar with with Richmond being a, a food desert, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of foods stores. out here, right? But in terms of just like healthy accessible yeah. hot or even just better alternatives grocery stores there's none yeah. you know what i'm saying we have there's no grocery stores huh food max you know what i mean yeah. food max is you know we're we're thankful to have a grocery store thank you but you know we do want healthier alternatives and i think it starts with also uh empowering the people with knowledge you know what i'm saying that you know not all these products that we're consuming from a young age like are the best for us you know and so with Urban Tilth, it's like really revolutionizing um, not only um, taking ownership of the land and being a steward of the land, but also empowering people with the knowledge through education and through our volunteer days to be like, you know, you could start your own garden in your backyard to have access to healthier f- and fresh food, yeah. right? So, A lot of people have never had fresh fruit and vegetables, huh? Like from the ground oh yeah no it's crazy yeah they just get it from the store and they probably don't even know like what the process is you know and urban tilth is there to show you that you know and to show you the step from a to z and how how easy it is really and how you could do that um at your home or even in the city of richmond you can come out to the farm right now due to covid guidelines it's kind of hard to get folks out on the farm but we do have a, a three acre farm in north richmond um that's being constantly built out um, yeah, it's going to be amazing what's what's to come for North Richmond Farm. And you guys educate kids. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome, yeah, man. we have education programs at yeah. Richmond High, Verde Elementary, as well as, like I said, volunteer days where folks can come out and, and actually work the land and, and learn a few things. That's one of those things that's, uh, like, it's central. Like, I mean, we, we talked we talked about that when, when we had um, Urban Tilthon, but, like, uh if you really want to be independent and not need, you know, like, for example, this, this brought up a, this, this like COVID brought this up, you know, <clears throat> they talked about how like some stores are going to run out of stuff and eventually, you know, grocery right. stores yeah, and, it, and we kind of see it a little bit. Like there's certain, certain, certain things, aisles and certain yeah, things that are like not empty. there. Right. Yeah. Empty for sure. I've seen that. And it, it, I hope like people start looking at that, you know, once, if this is ever over or whatever, like, um, you really got to know how to grow your own food. Uh, like, you know, a lot of people started getting chicken coops and stuff like that. Cause you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you really, um, it's one of those, one of those things that like survival, if, if society just went away, you know? Yeah. No one's going to save you. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And I think a lot of people have that misconception, right? Where it's like, yeah. you We're, know, the government's going to help us or, you know, and yeah. that's the last per people the, who are going to help us with this yeah. pandemic. I mean, in places, the, 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 um, the food supplies like they they, they it's bad right down. yeah yeah like in i think i've seen pictures like in colorado of like lines at food banks and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it's pretty scary images like mm-hmm. i don't know how real they are right but oh yeah like yeah. you know i see i see i see a food distribution line here in richmond you know mm-hmm. there's folks out here who are actually like really need mm-hmm. the assistance who are yeah. out here like you know we need the food and obviously they're not getting the assistance that they need from from the city or from the government so if we can empower our, our people, our community to grow their own food, then, you know, we did our job. Big that's time. what we're going to do. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and 
it's man it's happening like see you guys have been helping people out giving them food absolutely yeah we have uh, free farm stands uh, three times a week so we do it in north richmond we do it at unity park plaza which is like on 16th yeah. in uh, ohio i you believe you have events there too we, we have events there too and we're passing out food um next week we're going to be passing out um our crops that we're going to harvest and stuff so yeah, we're always we're always moving, always making sure we're giving back to the community, you know, that we serve. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just doing what I do. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's awesome. I I saw it cuz I I follow the pages and yeah. I see that um and that really shows, man, and I think after this like people are going to remember that like, oh, who's who helped us out? Right. And I've seen, you know, that you guys have been a big part yeah. of of um keeping people fed absolutely and, and and even like you know like even though we have a an apartment you can still grow stuff you know indoors and and you guys mm-hmm. teach all that that's that's brutal yeah <laughs> essential super essential to survival man yeah absolutely and healthier living it's a mm-hmm. huge difference because i grow we, we, you know we grow vegetables at home too and like I said, when you grow your own cucumbers or tomatoes, you know yeah. there's a difference, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, way, way different than anything you buy at the store. Um, speaking of organic stuff, I see you have your own uh, clothing I do. Line. Yeah, I do. Grasa de Oro. Grasa de Oro. There Wearing we go. the hat. Yeah. It's a nice hat, appreciate man. Yeah, yeah I know. It. It's a dope hat. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I came up with the idea... Um, Probably like eight years ago, to be honest, it came from a song called Raza de Oro, to mm-hmm. be honest. And it was in this movie called El, El Infierno. I don't know if you guys seen that movie. It's like a, it's like a, a yeah, um, crazy like narco movie. From back in the days? I, it came 80s? out probably like, no, it oh. came out like in 20, maybe 13 or 12, 2012 or something okay. like that. But it was a song just talking about, um, you know, being of... You know, because it just translates to the golden race, so raza de oro, and just just saying like, I'm not, I'm not from there, meaning like Mexico, but I'm not from here. I was kind of like destined Need to be here, that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it goes back to that, right? So just like, I was like, man, that's pretty dope. Like, I want to make that into like a brand, you know, because yeah. I want it to be a representation of not only for Mexicanos, but like for anyone who's here as like an immigrant, right? Or like we're here in the US taking opportunity that we we have but not forgetting where we come from right so thus making us the golden race to always remember where we come from and seizing every opportunity mm-hmm. but um I'm focusing mostly on on the Mexican people because I'm Mexican for now um but yeah I uh, started the company 2 years ago I had, like actually formed it into like a LLC like with the state and stuff like that made sure like my business was solid nice. um but I have yet to like print out stuff for the general public so i've kind of just been doing like prototype stuff and like giving it out to folks um but this year i went through a whole new rebranding got my logo uh redid and i'm gonna be launching my website and stuff like that so yeah so 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 you design um just yeah so merchandise mostly so um clothing all all clothing yeah clothing um i have i have a huge vision for it to be honest like i want it to be I mean, maybe somewhat along the lines of the voice party, you know what I'm saying? Like if Raza de Oro can be an outlet for not only myself to design stuff or, you know, I can get journalists to like then do like blogs on my oh, on the yeah. site, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or yeah. we can have like stories on, on the site representing, you know, 
you know Mexican people who are who are in the industry or whatever it may be. Um, just be its own entity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's up. Yeah, it's gonna evolve, but for now I'm just focusing on just you know merchandise because you know everyone's out here you know wanting to cash out for designer and shit like that. I'm just like. I want to make my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a great way to put it out there visually. Like people see, what is that? You know? Yeah, and exactly. That's, that's a great way to, yeah, no. Build your brand. Build the brand. And that's, man, I. Everybody needs clothes. Everybody needs clothes. <laughs> everybody wants to wear something fly. And then if you see, like it'll catch your attention. Man, what is Rasadora? Let me see what that is. And yeah. It's cool because it seems like now, like, you know, the, the voice party, like, everyone's building their own like network and it could be anything mm-hmm. it doesn't have to just be this it doesn't have to be that it, it and it, it's it's like we're all creating our own little tv stations and radio stations different radio stations, whatever of of all a myriad of things you know like it's not just this it's you know you said and, <laughs> I, and we need that you know yeah. we need that because we can't just rely on just you know mainstream media yeah. because it's obviously controlled by right. you know certain individuals and certain information is only going to make it to the public yeah. so it's like why not do our own have our own researchers have our own mm-hmm. talk hosts have our own videos you know what i'm saying to to then you know spread the word to our sure. community you know what i'm saying like how the nation of islam does it you know what i'm saying yeah. they go around and they pass out newspapers on yep. their publications on their opinions and it's like why can't we do that and especially right now with like the way the world's going, people are craving that. Like mm-hmm. that's why I said on that other podcast in the Moving Forward podcast, <laughs> the reason why podcasts are so big right now for is an example. It's because, you know, I think for the most part people are like not I, I you could say tired, exhausted by conventional <laughs> T V movies. You just kinda wanna hear what the people are talking. Yeah. What they're doing and, and what they're wearing and you know, and that's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's only gonna grow. I, I mean I, I think also people are are uh, the way that people take in their news, the editorials has changed. Like 20 years ago, 30, 20, 30 years ago, um, somebody launching their own individual news hour or uh, some sort of editorial, sure, similar to like what we're doing right now. Would be yeah. so hard. Would be hard because <laughs> yeah. it's like people yeah. then took their news through magazines and, and newspapers and then TV. what was on the 7 o'clock news. Yeah. But now everything's on your phone yeah. and everything. And a lot of these bigger news networks, I think, are having a lot of the traditional media and this happens every time a new media starts to become the the norm the old guard is often too slow to move into the new space mm. like i'm when you when i scroll through instagram or facebook i rarely ever see uh, any ads or or any kind of push for check out the CBS News CBS page. Like check NBC out the NBC or, page. Mm. Check out the ABC News page. It's mm-hmm. always like it's it's all these independent podcasters going. Hey, I'm talking about the news this week, or hey, I'm talking about what's going on in the entertainment industry. Hey, I'm have a podcast on this specific subject, and I think that's because you know when the new wave hits the executives who are in charge of the old wave are just kind of stuck and they only know how to do business one way. And so that's the reason why like newspapers fall because they're just too slow to blockbuster 
had an hmm. opportunity to buy Netflix before Blockbuster went under. It's really they had enough capital and they were thinking about <laughs> they buying it was a Netflix. Bad idea. They were like, no. Nah. And they were like, this will never work. This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Blockbuster, we're, you know, we're, we're not going to invest in a Who's company gonna that's going to be videos. You know, <laughs> well, they're like, who wants to get movies delivered? That right. was one of their yeah. things. That like, was one of them. Yeah. And wasn't and it, like, it was Netflix? No, that came up to them. Was like, hey, can you yeah, bail us out? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. And Blockbuster was like, you guys are a trend that's going to be dead within a year. No, thank you. And then Netflix said, oh, oh, oh you know, that new wave. They so were it's kind of like what's happening with, with, with currency as well. Right. So like yeah. Bitcoin, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now. Something you're big on. By Doge. By Doge. No. Oh yeah, I actually have nine thousand Doge coins. Nice. So really, I hope it hits a dollar. <laughs> Me <laughs> At too. Least. Yeah. Me too. I got. I got. A, I got like a isn't, thousand. Isn't coins. some country? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> IRS is listening. Yeah, all good. <laughs> isn't there a um, some country generating their currency under cryptocurrency? There's a. I think uh, there. There. Russia? I know there are a bunch of um, countries that are looking into it, including okay. our own. Actually. Yeah. I, I know China For sure Is looking at it You think that's going to save the world? No. Save the world? Or no. I think it'll save, save bankers' from, pockets from, from what? <laughs> so from, from like, you know uh, Another Pandemic crash? Or, yeah Another crash? I, I think crash? that'll definitely they be crash? an argument yeah, they yeah. make, right? They're going to go Everyone should invest in digital currency Because physical dollars carry germs Which is true, they do But like, they'll make a bigger push for digital currency Now that we've had their, the, the pandemic's going to be the well, flagship for There's them. actually statistics that uh, Even with the current U.S. dollar that we have There's uh, 70% of all transactions are digital mm, already yeah. So that's more than half yeah. So that means that there's only 30% of money actually in circulation yeah i bet Physical you that dollars. i bet you that all the southern states are the ones that are still holding on to dollar bills probably <laughs> <laughs> i grew up in arkansas and like i remember internet was yeah. like a Drugs. big deal like when it first came out not everybody had it not everybody had aol you were fancy if you had internet connection i'm pretty Jeez. sure out there in that's the boonies it's the same still got it's cash still, you know still got <laughs> cash that's crazy how we've literally seen that like internet was not a thing at the house all right and now look where we are Th that's what they're comparing this whole uh bitcoin stuff to yeah. actually they're like it's as big as the dot-com boom Damn. so that's why they're like that's why i'm so intrigued by it right because i'm like man if my parents would have been uh keen to this knowledge right to be like oh i'm gonna invest into microsoft or i'm gonna invest into these companies that are starting the internet but when the internet was coming out in the 90s, people weren't believing in it. No. People were like, nah, what? Exactly the same situation as Blockbuster, right? They're like, nah, internet, nah. It's going to be another Atari. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then now look at it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't want to be uh, left, left behind left personally. Left. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you there. Invest now. I, I would say, and I'm not a, a financial, financial advisor. advisor the Voice Party is not a financial advisor. We're uh, not. Mitigate but your risk. For me personally, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I, would, I would say invest a little in Bitcoin. Because the thing is, is that it's not, it's not like when you invest in stocks or commodities. You're betting on actual physical things, physical entities. Bitcoin is code and it's up one day, it's down the next, depending on how many people are selling and buying and it's unpredictable as heck. You know, there was a point in Bitcoin's history, if I recall, where it did after getting up to thousands, drop down to zero for a hot second. Mm. And that's scary, right? One day you got 80 grand and you're like, woo, 
remember the next day you're like, where where'd all my money go? Yeah. And then you got and you're wondering like how long is it gonna take for it to be worth something again? Do you just sit down and wait it out? You know, so it's I, very interesting. It, I just, it's uh, a trip. Yeah. So I would say invest <laughs> moderately, you know, throw a few dollars here and there. Great. You know, don't get yourself totally left behind. But, that's, but that's my fault. Once again, voice party is not a financial advisor. advisor. Yeah. The safest thing some people would argue would be like not to fool with it all, but I'm just like, ah, a little bit of nah, because nah. people people have you're become, seeing like yeah. wide adoptions from like huge like yeah. firms like bank firms and yeah. even PayPal and like all these firms are like dumping money into it. So well, when did you get into it? This year, this, this pand- year pandemic, the yeah. pandemic, yeah. Dang, you just like, <laughs> I was like fuck it, <laughs> leveled up. I got to yeah. like you know I was like man. If, that, if that's how the wealthy do it, you know, yeah. that's how the richest people do it. Like, why not try try it out, you know? And What's that's crypto and stocks and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you, do you guys know what, what uh, Bitcoin is worth right now? Like, one 40, Bitcoin? 40,000. Yeah. One Bitcoin? One Bitcoin's worth 40,000. 40, 40, 40, okay. I'll, like, wait, I'll wait till my return comes in. <laughs> there's some dude who, like, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've read plenty of stories about s- some poor guy who had... I guess it was like at one point, uh, 10 Bitcoin was enough to buy a pizza. So he spent his Bitcoin on pizza back when no. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, been a good just pizza. Held on that's 400,000. But Dang. no one knew, right? That it was going to take off that way. It was just originally meant to be something that you use to trade online for things. Like nobody, I don't think a lot of people knew the potential that it had at the time. Yeah. So, did you hear about that kid? Who bought Bitcoin? Like, he was like 13, or I forgot how old he was, 18. Mm. But he was young, and he, when it first started, and he invested a lot of money into it, and now he's like a millionaire or something like that. Oh yeah, I yeah. believe it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I I you know how many cryptocurrencies is there? It's a lot. There's a lot. Oh, There's yeah. tons. There's a lot. Yeah. Buy Doge. No, I'm kidding. Buy Doge <laughs> for sure. Yeah. What's Doge? What is that? Uh, Dogecoin is just like an alternate coin, so it's okay. not like, it's like the Bitcoin is like the Godfather coin, yeah. like that you know, the first gonna, one probably going to be the, first, the granddaddy, right? Yeah, that might be you know widely adopted, but who knows? Maybe all of it will be adopted too. So there, you can start your own. Yeah, you there's technically no you can. Yeah, I there's think no so. limit. Um, huh? As long if you have the computing power, you can just. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe a Raza de Oro coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, hey. you know, have you heard it? Did you guys hear about Akon and him like starting oh, yeah. his own city in, in like, Africa? Yeah. yeah. And he's going to, he's gonna only use Acoin. Yeah. Mm. He's only going to use Acoin in his city. So, That's I mean, crazy. right? Like it, it empowers the kind of like the people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To take control of, of it what they want. It's the leveling the playing field with like, you know, major banks. Right. Yeah. The voice party coin, you buy it, you're minus for <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, voice party. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just kidding. Thanks, JD. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's that's uh This is how we finally overthrow the one percent. We just make our own currency. It might sell be sell it to them. It might be. Because <laughs> it's like clearly the government's not gonna help us, so yeah, we'll right. just do it ourselves. We'll just do it ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, you are also like a major force in the, in the music industry right now, coming up, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I've been studying music uh, for ten years, and I started off as a filmmaker, to be honest. Oh wow. Yeah, um, I attended a local youth center called Rise. Yeah, nice. from the oh, Rise oh, Youth yeah, Center. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Rise. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. My homie Eddie Randy works there. Is the okay, man. for sure. Yeah, you know Eddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know Randy? Mm, Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I knew Randy. He was, yeah. he was a former debate coach over at Kennedy. He was on my team. Oh, when what? I there as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's doing amazing work in the community. I always see him at all like the rallies and stuff like that. Just being there as like you know uh, a mediator, just just making sure stuff's flowing at you know rallies and stuff. So yeah, shout out Randy. But yeah, I started at the Rise Youth Center. Um, got into photography that then led into film, hmm. and then from film, I met uh, which is today no, uh, like one of the most iconic Bay Area groups which is called the HBK gang oh, HBK. Uh, yeah so I met um, a member there and f- from there like I started taking photos and started doing music videos and just soaking up a lot of game of, in terms of like the music industry yeah. and just learning how to make music as well and yeah I took beat production class at Rise as well ended up teaching a few classes at Rise and then just studying studying and then I just started publishing my work two years ago so Congrats. I yeah. actually checked out some of your stuff on Spotify, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, bro. Yeah, yeah so I, I put stuff out under my name, Chito Floriano, but I also have uh, placements on other people's albums, um, mostly on I Am Sue's albums. Mm-hmm. I have a record with Rave Injustice right now as well. So, yeah, I'm just oh, I'm working, man. Just always, always working. Always working. Yeah, got to. Can you describe your, your style? My styles. Uh, the ones that I put out our super bay area for sure you know like got that richmond bounce in it for nice. sure um i actually just came out with a project too called ovni with the artist named delacio it's actually a like spanish r&b oh, um yeah, project yeah. yeah so it's called ovni you can uh, stream that on all streaming platforms is that um, that's ufo in spanish no it is yeah it is, yeah. yeah 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 that's <laughs> dope that you know that yeah because yeah, yeah. we were we were doing an interview with mind motion um i don't know if you guys are familiar I, with I mind motion oh, yeah you saw that motion yeah, yeah mind motion I, he's, he's legend right <laughs> like i was yeah. I was like starstruck when I seen him, bro. I was like, wow. You're one of like, the best guys that was recently, to ever right? do it. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was uh, one of the best, yeah. The yeah. best times, right? Like listening to that early morning, just going to school, right? Yeah. Chewy Gomez with my emotion. One of six. My emotion. Yeah. But yeah, we were like OVNI, and they were like, what is that? <laughs> it was like UFO. UFO, yeah. Yeah. And what does it stand for? Ob- objeto. Objeto volador. Or, mm, <sighs> something. What's the acronym? OVNI O-V-N-I-A-N-I OVNI It's a UFO in Spanish Yeah, so the the project sounds like a UFO Nice Yeah, which is why we named it that Yeah Yeah. (laughs) Mostly the artists So I just produced all the records on there So check that out once y'all get a chance But yeah, Spanish R&B album that just dropped the first of this year So Mm -hmm. You just started producing your own music recently? Yeah, well, you, because you've been involved studying for 10 years, right? Yeah, but so for 10 years studying it, and then like in the 2019 was my first publication with, with I Am Sue. Oh, yeah, yeah, I landed on his project, uh, Boss Up Five, and then, um, yeah, just, just studying and like not only studying like how to make music, but as well as just like the business and making sure that you know I have uh, my publishing. And my distribution and all that stuff. Damn, you know, you're a, you're, you're a whole unit, man. <laughs> gotta be at, at this point, man. Yeah. You know, gotta get it out the mud. <laughs> you put it, yeah. That's that's awesome though, because that's you don't need anybody. Like that's what it seems like you're working towards. You don't need anybody. I mean, not, not that you're not ever gonna need somebody, but 
Yeah. You got it all. You got the seeds, the water, and the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Yeah. It's, and you're young still. Like, that. That. I can't imagine where you're going to be in 10 years, man. Cause <laughs> the way you're working and, and how, like, a, you... This is why I kind of wanted to have you on. Because I know we don't know each other. But yeah. like, you are a perfect example of, like, what have you been doing during the pandemic? Mm. You know? And yeah. it seems like... You've only just, you know, like they say, they bury us and, you know, they didn't know we were seeds. They didn't know we were seeds, exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Facts. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. The the pandemic has been a, a blessing for me, honestly, in, in disguise, you know. And um, to go back on the health journey, like, mm -hmm. you know, my dad got diagnosed with stage five kidney failure. So that's one of my okay. reasons why I go so hard as yeah. well in, in that realm, you know. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's sad, you know what I'm saying, to just see, you know, your, your superhero, you know what I'm saying, yeah. growing up, just like, you know, sick and having to live on a machine. And I know that it's a byproduct of the, of the system that we live in, you know what I'm saying? And, and not only that, but it's like the habits, you know what I'm saying, generational habits and generational just of eating habits, really, you know what I'm saying, and drinking habits as well, vices and whatnot, but... um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to be the catalyst to change that, you know what for I'm saying, sure. for, for generations to come. So it's important to me a lot. And you'll be undoing a lot of harm to your to your future, you know, family member, like your kids, your great-grandkids. Yeah. Because um, some of those traditions that we have are, hell, especially Mexicans, some no, of them facts. are unhealthy, man. It's, it's funny, I forgot what comedian we know said tradition is peer pressure by our ancestors <laughs> <laughs> Damn. and and um you know it's speaking on like the health that yeah you, you're talking about been working on a secret side project <laughs> for a long time now with the iop video and and it's it i i like talking to people who are already you know in the shit mm -hmm. you know because wait for me has been hard to lose you know and 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 um Especially like like I said, tradition, man. Tradition's a hard. It's a motherfucker. You yeah, know, it, no, it, for it, sure. There's nothing. There's for a lot. For the most part, that's a thing that's hard to overcome more than anything. Like as far as life uh, um, obstacles, it's it's that because this is what you're brought up. This is what you're trained to know. Yeah. And that's it. Like, how can you work against that when you've been you have this in the back of things, like holding you up? You know. Right. Um, and when we do see like someone who kind of beat that generational curse or is winning the fight, yeah, I feel it's important to like, yo, use this as a model, you know? No, uh, yeah, you, I appreciate you're that. You're probably teaching a lot of people stuff right now. You, yeah, you know? absolutely. My, yeah. I mean, my household um, alone, like they've adopted like certain vegan, you know, aspects. I mean, they'll eat meat here For and sure. there, but um, when you're not looking, when I'm not looking, <laughs> right? when I'm not there to be like militant and on their ass about it, but you, you come home and there's like blood everywhere. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I smell something. <laughs> Someone just died here. <laughs> but yeah, shouts out to the family. Cause you know, they, they support, For you sure. know, a lot you know what yeah, i'm saying we do yeah. it for my father mostly because we know you got to take care of my dad sure yeah mm -hmm. that's yeah no i i um I, and i was <laughs> good thing i know this is like off topic but becoming vegan as a mexican is not that hard because a lot of a lot of the i mean for a lot of the lifestyle that they come from is like what i strive for right. so like nopales and nopales and beans yeah maybe a tortilla <laughs> yeah and it's not that hard to like oh yeah 
He's like, I've been eating this. <laughs> yeah, I've been eating this. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, why is he eating like we were poor back in Mexico? Like, <laughs> right? But yeah. it's like not no. knowing that they had like the the best right. foods, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But hey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you got new music coming out, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I have a project, uh it's just a single with uh, I am Sue. Nice. It's called Stacks Up. Um okay. I'm going through the mix and mastering right now. Wow. Um and I'm gonna shoot the video as well. So just working on that. You doing the video yourself too? You're directing I'm probably it? gonna direct it, yeah, wow. just direct it and then just try to uh see who I'm gonna collaborate with to bring the vision to life. But yeah, it's gonna be coming out soon. I'm I'm hoping to drop it maybe uh by March probably, somewhere around there, around my birthday. Yeah. Who who's some of your musical influences? Oh. Producer wise? Yeah, producer yeah. or producer wise. First then rap. Then rap? Yes. Okay. What do how many? Five. Uh, five? We go yeah, five? we usually go five because we do the films and we do five, so yeah, we top can start five. Top five. <laughs> And then since you said filmmaker, I kind of wanted to know, like, films, too, since you, you, you have a, uh, a filmmaker's eye. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll let you know my filmmaker's one. I mean, it's kind of crazy because when I – here, I'll go with the five producers. I'm going to okay. say uh, – I'm going to go with uh, – not in any particular order either. Mm. Um, Timbaland. Timbaland. Okay. Oh, yeah. classic. <laughs> yes. Starting off strong. Uh, uh, Pharrell. Oh yeah, Pharrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Scott Storch. All right, yeah. yeah. Um, south, that South. Yeah. Yep. Um, to keep Scott, it to Scott's keep it local. Everybody. Uh, everybody. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm Sue because he's for yeah. sure one of okay. my inspirations yeah. for Richmond sure. Rich native, right? Yeah, it's Rich native Richmond for sure. We're gonna get him on the voice party too. Oh. Hey Sue, if you're watching this, bro, hey, come fuck with him, bro. Yeah. They're dope here. Oh man. <laughs> and then uh. The last one. Um, dang. Dr. Dre. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hmm. I like your list because that's the one I haven't heard yet, like Dr. Dre. That's usually. That's that's like on the list, right? It's usually on everybody's yeah. list. Yeah. But, but if you want to be different, please be. It looked like you was yeah, yeah. probably weren't even thinking about I, him for a second. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm, I'm trying curious. to search. I'm trying to search. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to search. Uh, who is his name? Uh, Hit Boy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit Boy has got some modern day bangers. bangers. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Hit Boy. And he can rap. Who knew? I didn't. I didn't know to like. Well, most producers can rap. You know, mm. that's how Dr. Dre did it. That's Speaking true. of Dr. Dre, right? Yeah, he yeah. started off producing. And he was like, "From a rap." Yeah. <laughs> is it, that's it, true. Yeah. Is it? Like sometimes they just have like they want to have that creative control on the beat side too, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. It's because it, I yeah. Like it's just having full control of full just control? everything, right? Because yeah. I know when I'm producing, like I can already kind of hear like a voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether it's a melody or or if it's a rap or whatever it may be, you kind of already hear it as a producer. Who am I gonna give this banger I, to? Exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. ah myself. <laughs> Same as a filmmaker, you picture who you want in the scenes. Right? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. yeah. So this is just an all-around creative. All around, yeah. I just feel like I'm an artist, you know, just yeah, and all around. Just I can't be boxed in, you know. And I, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm always like putting my head in the dirt and just learning, you know, mm -hmm. um, from the ground up, regardless of what it is. Now I want to ask you about 
The film, film. Yes. Oh, oh, we didn't get to top five rappers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Top oh, five top five rappers. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. We're Jeez. Just <laughs> top five after that. Top five uh, 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 films after that. Ta- yeah. Taco flavors. Taco and, uh, flavors. <laughs> vegan tacos. Uh, mushroom. Independent no. podcasts. Independent <laughs> podcasts. Okay, yeah. Please, voice party. Voice <laughs> party for show. Uh, top five rappers. Let's go. Um, sheesh. Of all time. One. Of all, all time? time? Nah, well, your whatever. personal favorites. Yeah, personal favorites, yeah. They could be current favorites. They could be current yeah. or, or, you know. Or even, yeah. Okay, for sure. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with uh, Tupac. Yep. I'm going to go with uh, Big L. Ooh. I'm going <laughs> to go with. Uh, this is the hip hop encyclopedia yeah. over here. I'm gonna go with, I'm going to go with old school Lil Wayne for sure. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, the first Carter. Yes, that, yeah. man, I like all his mixtapes too. Back when G Lee the Kid was writing for him, yes. Oh, sheesh, I didn't know that, <laughs> but that's crazy. Um, man, Nipsey Hustle for sure. Oh yeah. And then, uh, damn, I'm gonna say Eminem, bro, because Eminem had an impact on my life for sure. For sure. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I listened to his yeah. album going to Mexico, bro, for oh, three wow. days straight in the car in the truck, like. <laughs> I remember listening to his CD? His, his CD, bro. CD on the Walkman, bro, back to back. Just Dang. which album? I think it was the Curtain that's Call old, or something mm, like that. That's okay. an old ass statement on the Walkman. On the Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, <Yeah>. Grandpa. <laughs> hey, for you kids that don't know what that is, do your yeah, research. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you remember those CD players in your pockets? The kids like, are all like, "What are CD players?" Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, there's kids Jeez. that you would budge and then it would skip. It. Yeah. <laughs> you're going on a walk. You're, like, you're washing the dishes. Yeah, man. Hey, it's been almost an hour, and I don't want to take too much of your time. Again, appreciate you coming out. Um, Absolutely. Before it, before you know we go, where can people listen to your music? Where can they follow you? Yeah, absolutely. They have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My DMs are always open. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Chito Floriano. I can, can I can attest to that because that's how I reached out to him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, man, <laughs> sorry to bother you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm never bothered, man. I'm always you know willing to grow and and build the network. You know what I'm saying? I really sure. appreciate it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so on Instagram, uh, I'm not really on Twitter, but you can also stream all my music, Chito Floriano, on all streaming platforms like Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all that. Hey, I, I thought Chito Floriano was like a stage name. Like, <laughs> not that I, you know, I, I didn't know. It was like, it sounds dope. Like, yeah, it sounds no, like I, a, I appreciate it. Floriano is my actual last name. So, awesome. okay. yeah, and Chito is just, you know, a nickname <laughs> that's been given to me since a youngin'. And everyone in the community knows me as Chito, Chito. though. So, yeah, so I appreciate it. You got any any messages for anyone listening that, you know, what you, like, you want to put out there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Someone who maybe wants to change but don't know how? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. I feel like, uh, you know, it starts with small steps. You know what I'm saying? I said this on a podcast that I was recently on, too, is um, I'm always state this is that, you know, Nipsey Hussle has always been an inspiration. Um, and it sucks that, you know, he passed away at such a, a young age and such a young time in his career because mm-hmm. of the impact he was doing in his, his community and, and to everyone. Is, it was inspiring. You know what I'm saying? And he always says, like, it's not a marathon uh, or it's not a race. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Right. So with that. I translated to like you know take little steps every single day you know what yeah. I'm saying and it's not gonna happen overnight you know what I'm saying we're we're just so 
uh, accustomed and used to, you know, these overnight success stories, right? That it happened overnight, but we don't know the sacrifice that it takes for people, you know, to to really get there. Yeah. You know, so just take it day by day. I get chale ganas. You know what I'm saying? Chale ganas. That's that's it. That's all I gotta say. That's a that's a great message to leave off on, man. And uh, it's not a race; it's a marathon. Either way, your legs gonna break. <laughs> that's what I was, that's what I thought of when you were saying that. Like, Ooh. I just hear running. I know it's running. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you again, Chito, for coming, man. No, I appreciate y'all, man. That's been the Shout voice out to party. The voice party. Shout out. Get it. That's been the voice party. We're out. Nice. That was good radio, man. Thank you again, Chito. Damn, that was lit. It's like a whole nother.